Hello and welcome to From the Trenches. This is the second episode of the Business Examiner podcast. We've got a great interview for you this afternoon, bringing together two businesses from the Couch and Valley. We've got Brody Funk, founder of The Super Plumber. Uh, he created the company in 2006. It now employs 25 and serves homeowners from Nanaimo to Victoria. He's joined by Reed Gary with 360 Comfort Systems, a heating and cooling company for homeowners and contractors in Southern Vancouver Island. Together, they've got a great announcement that they're going to be bringing to Vancouver Island's business community towards the end of this episode. We really hope that you enjoy uh, the listen and the time that these guys uh, have given us. Fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, just want to start off uh, with you, Brody, uh, talking about the origins of, kind of the Super Plumber. Um, if you can just kind of walk me through kind of how that came about, because I believe you're not actually from the island originally, right? Correct. Yeah. So my folks moved to the island in the late 90s um, and from Saskatoon, or they were from Edmonton, and I was living in Saskatoon, and we would come out here uh, for Christmas vacations and in the summer sometimes, and I was just always mesmerized that this was actually part of Canada. It seemed like coming from the prairies, it seemed like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And so I always wanted to figure out a way to move out here, but the prices of living here were just seemed out of reach with, you know, I was coming from Saskatoon, my house cost $70,000 and back then the house here was like 350 or something like that. It just seemed out of touch with reality. And my dad convinced me to make the leap. And so I just dropped out of the sky basically in 2006 with a, bought one out and bought a uh, old milk truck and converted it into a super plumber van. And it broke down about two weeks after we bought it. And uh, so I parked it at the mound in, in Duncan. People that are familiar with Duncan will know what the mound is. And I left it there for a few years and people would move in and out of it and I'd have to evict them. And, but it was a good advertising tool and sort of just started back then in, two, in 2006 and uh, in 2012, we, we, in 2008, we moved into the Nanaimo market as we were growing. And then in 2012, I acquired a friend of mine, competitor, I think my dog's gonna get a rat trap in his face here right now. It's not, it's not live, okay. <laughs> um, in 2012, I bought my competitor, um, our a competitor, Baker Plumbing out of uh, Souk, which expanded us into the Victoria market. And that's sort of when things really took off for us. We had started experiencing some rapid growth. Yeah, awesome. And can I just quickly press you on that, the growth by acquisition, kind of why did you take that strategy uh, or approach as opposed to, um, you know, hiring some guys, putting put some ads out and, and kind of seeing what happened there? What's, what's the, the rationale there? Well, at the time, I didn't know enough to know enough about what I was doing. Um, but... Um, I was just ambitious. I still am. I was just ambitious and looking to Dale um, Baker came to me and just proposed this idea that he, no, nobody in his family, it was just a small business, uh, three truck operation. Nobody in his family was interested in carrying it on. And he gave me uh, a good opportunity to buy it at a friendly price and with a friendly deal. And so just, you know, timing and luck and relationships, it just sort of worked out. Um, and in hindsight, it was a great move because it actually propelled us into the market rather than slowly growing into the market. Um, so, yeah, we were able to take it from three trucks to about 12 trucks in the Victoria market in about four or five years. So it was good, wow. it was a good move. Awesome, man. It's exciting. Um, and so I don't know if that might dovetail into the, the second question here. 
but it's been really exciting to see you guys grow. I check your website out every probably two or three times a year and just to see what's happening. Um, and can you just talk about what's contributed uh, to your success in, um, over the years? My people, for sure. It's all about, I mean, we're in a people industry, people serving people. So having some systems and procedures and training and accountability and great management and um, amazing people that are open to, you know, training and, um, and um, as well, of course, having skilled tradespeople. It's a people business. Reed's got good people. I got good people. I mean, this is not a one-man operation, right? I can't. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're only as successful as as the people that we have on staff and how well we take care of them and train them. Awesome. Um, okay, that's great. Um, and then, you know, a little follow-up there. How have you organized your business to scale? So is there anything that kind of is separated um, that separates your, your business from others uh, in the sector? Um, yeah, I mean, I've all, we've always tried to be a premium service plumbing business. So providing, um, you know, on-time service, upfront pricing, uniform technicians, uh, professional van, professional image, fully stocked vans, ready to do the work when we arrive. Um, great people on the phone, uh, good software to back that all up so that the relationship with the customer is all kept nice and tidy. Um, and it just sort of started scaling, you know, like once you put all that magic together, it, if you get the right people, the right place, the right software, the right training, the right management, it's pretty easy to scale. Awesome. Appreciate that. Uh, Reed, jumping over to you. Um, so similar question, just talk about how you started at 360 uh, and a couple of highlights there as, as your company's grown so significantly. Uh, yeah, so uh, I started 360 kind of in 2011. I was working for another contractor at the time in a, in a, a different market than we're in right now. Uh, worked for that contractor for about six years or so. Um, and kind of one thing led to another, and I had the opportunity to, to start my own company in uh, the Calston Valley. Both of my parents were uh, entrepreneurs. I, did, I would say my dad was a serial entrepreneur. He started and ran many businesses. Some were successful, some were not, uh, but he was never afraid of trying things. And so that's kind of where I got the entrepreneurial spirit from was uh, both of my parents. Uh, my mom still runs a company in the, in the Calston Valley here and my wife is actually in the middle of taking that over. So um, so that's kind of kind of how, how I started. Uh, it was kind of a part want and part necessity. Um, it just, like I said, the opportunity kind of came up and we thought, okay, well, let's do this. And, and so instead of just kind of cutting the cord and being going from employed to self-employed. Um, we actually did kind of a phase out uh, stage. So I worked for that other contractor for probably about, probably about seven months. And by March, 2012, I was completely on my own and um, yeah, responsible for my own, uh, my own, making my own living. So, which was, which was really great. Um, uh, like I said, my parents both had uh, businesses in the Couchman Valley and, um, and a lot of people knew and liked my parents. So that really kind of gave me a leg up on some other, uh, some other maybe startups or something because um, I feel I got to ride on the coattails of my parents um, for that. And so that, that worked out really, really well. Um, and yeah, things just grew. We started hiring a couple of employees. Uh, and then in 2014, we moved into, uh, into a building and uh, we were actually two doors down in the same building from where Brody was, uh, running Super Plumber. And so Brody and I had had a relationship before that, but that kind of really helped the friendship grow, I would say. And kind of, yeah, went from there. 
Awesome, man. That's really exciting. Um, one thing we did a story on you guys a couple months back, and I was re just reading through it to prepare for this. You guys have your own line of products, and I don't, I don't know how typical is that. It doesn't sound too typical, at least from the the H no. guys that I deal with. So, can you elaborate on that a little bit about just how that came about? Yeah, yeah. It's um, uh, we we call it three hundred and sixty comfort systems, just, just like our brand. And uh, what it is is there's a, a manufacturer that allows us to take their product and rebrand it as our own. Uh, and, and so they're, they're still carrying the warranty. They're still supporting the product. They're still doing the distribution and everything like that, but we just got to call it 360 comfort systems. And, and so there's, um, yeah, there's a, a lot of benefit to that. We get to put our own stickers on there and, and, uh, really kind of sets us apart from the competition. Yeah. I think there's some great long-term branding and marketing yeah. opportunities there too, cause you're just kind of <laughs> forever in someone's home. Um, that's awesome. And so, yeah. And the last thing I've got for you specifically read is, just, you know, obviously, you know, Corona has happened and it's, it's changed kind of the landscape of especially home services businesses and, and probably business, you know, for, for quite some time when you guys are talking to, you know, your homeowner and, and contractor customers, can you uh, just tell me a little bit about what you guys are hearing? Um, you know, whether it's, you know, fear, optimism, a little somewhere in the middle. I, I would say for, for the most part, there's a, there's a, a lot of customers, who are who are really ready to ready to have us in their home again? I, I fear I, I wouldn't say is a is a is a huge part of things. There is some of our customers are very uh, very wary of uh, uh, what's going on, and uh, I mean all of our technicians wear masks, sanitize their hands, uh, our uh, disinfect tools, wipe down workspaces, all that kind of stuff. We have the, all those protocols in place. Whether the customer uh, requests that or not is just part of our protocol. Um, but I would say for the most part, uh, a lot of people are, are just, just comfortable having us in their home because they understand it's a, it's kind of a, it's a necessary service. And um, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to hear that. I know for, for us, we're on the phone quite a bit um, and kind of what you see in the headlines versus what you hear from people about how their days are going are usually two completely different things. So it's nice to hear that. Uh, <laughs> nice to hear that validated. Um, and just last thing there, do you, how do you expect uh, business to, to change over the next, let's say a couple of years, because we're probably, you know, it's probably gonna be masks on, I guess, for at least another year so. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it's hard to predict the future, but I, I think uh, we're, I, I think that this has kind of changed how business is going to work uh, from uh, going forward from here. I think that, um, you know, stuff like um, hand sanitizing and disinfecting tools and just being aware of cross-contamination almost like kind of kitchen practices, right? Um, mm -hmm. I think that's going to be commonplace going forward. I don't think that's going anywhere anytime soon. Awesome. And so I want to uh, jump over to a little bit of a different segment here. Uh, Brody, you have a piece of 360 now. Um, and so I want to just dig into kind of how that came about. Uh, you alluded to it earlier. You guys had a, uh, offices kind of close in, uh, in proximity to each other. So can you just start off and, and tell me about how you guys kind of initially connected and and go from there. Yeah, Reed and I, I think the first time I met Reed was at Sheritz and Duncan about 10 years ago. And he just came up to me and started asking me questions, I think was how it started, you know, and uh, he seemed like a reasonable guy at the time. And so I, I chatted with him and then, yeah, we ended up moving and we sort of just chatted every time we saw each other at the suppliers. I was in a van running jobs back then and so was he and, um, 
he then we moved into the same building and the relationship sort of evolved. I was a part of an, of an organization called Service Nation Alliance at the time, which is just a best practices group. And I suggested Reed get into it as well too. And he did join it and uh, Reed started having some success um, with it. Mm -hmm. And um, I ended up leaving the group and joining another one uh, called Next Star, which um, other just best practices group and Reed ended up joining that one as well too. We just sort of, we run very similar business models, you know, uh, the only difference is he's selling heat pumps and uh, furnaces and I'm selling pipe and uh, drain cleaning, uh, you know, all people based. And so there was just lots of synergies in our businesses. We're using the same software. We're talking to the same groups of people. We're dealing with the same wholesalers. Uh, we're servicing the same communities. We have overlapping clients, so it just made sense that we um, joined forces. So we are uh, in the middle of our amalgamation or our merger, sorry. And Reed and I will be 50-50 partners in both businesses together. Um, it'll be one company, but it'll serve as two brands still. Awesome. Um, and April 1st, that'll take place. And we're actually sitting in the old Pioneer house right now, hence the wood background yeah i was gonna ask what was going on there <laughs> we bought the well reed bought the pioneer house i'm coming in on that as well too and so we're renovating that right now and reed is doing all the renovations mostly he's the swiss army knife this guy and um yeah i don't know that answers the question i think yeah 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 no it's awesome to, to hear that i kind of wondered um about you know the overlap especially in kind of in the, the customer base. So do you guys have um, kind of growth plans uh, together now? I mean, you mentioned the Greater Victoria, there's high concentration. I know, Reed, as I mentioned earlier, you touch every, seems like every custom home builder or multifamily guy that I see uh, in uh, in the Couch and Valley. Have you thought about coming on, uh, farther up the, the highway there towards sort of Nanaimo, Parksville, Comox Valley at all? or? Uh, well, uh, we, we always used to kind of have a hard cutoff um, at, uh, in Ladysmith. We wouldn't service anything north of Ladysmith or really anything kind of south of Mill Bay Shawnigan. Um, and then in October, we, we decided that we were going to open things up and we were going to start servicing the Nanaimo market as well. So uh, that kind of took place about October 1st, and we've been kind of slowly gaining some traction in the, uh, in the Nanaimo market. One of the things that's really helping with that is we have a contest going on right now called the Oldest Heat Pump Contest. And so people who have old heat pumps can go on our website and kind of put in all the stuff. And really in the end, the person with the oldest heat pump gets a free heat pump. So it's a, it's, it's really helped to kind of aggregate some business going on, going on up there and really kind of build some brand awareness. Uh, we have a, a, a big bus wrap and a couple other bus ads and stuff like that. So people are starting to get, our, get to know our name up there. So we're, we're, we're in the Duncan market, Couchin Valley market, and, uh, and then up into the Nanaimo market right now. But we do have plans on expanding to the Victoria market within the next kind of 12 to 18 months. Awesome. Awesome. What about you, uh, Brody, with the kind of the new partnership? Does it open up some opportunities in new areas for you or are you kind of content with there'll be some, Yeah, there's, there'll be certainly be some opportunities to serve some of the clients that maybe we don't service currently that Reed does. But um, the goal is to um, currently, I mean, we're just planning the next six months because merging two going concerns, as you can imagine, is a going concern itself. So, I mean, we're just focused on that. And then after that, we'll probably start making some forecasts for the next year or three years. But I think there's lots of opportunity. I mean, the, the greatest thing I love about Reed and his business is that he's been able to grow this really dominant business in, in the couch and valley 
I'm really looking forward to helping um, take that into the Victoria and Nanaimo markets. Awesome. And, uh, I believe our customer base in those markets will really help, you know, make that happen faster than if he were to try and do it on his own. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. It's just exciting to hear. I know when I saw the, the change in your LinkedIn status, I was like, oh, there's got to be something cool here. So I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, last two things I want to ask you guys, just a, a personal note, um, best advice that you've been giving uh, could be personal, professional. Go ahead, bud. Uh, I would say for um, find, uh, find some find some people who are doing something, they're doing what you want to do, but they're doing better, doing it better than you are, and and really just uh, try to build that relationship because it's it's so it's so critical, and and you'd be really surprised at how willing people are to share their success stories with you and and kind of the recipe for success. Um, but yeah, finding finding someone who who is doing what you do or something similar to what you do uh, and, uh, and building that relationship that, that I would say is probably the best thing. You don't have to do it on your own. There's guys who are uh, with, with me. I've always recognized there's people that are better and smarter than me at doing this kind of stuff. And I, I want to find out what their secret sauce is. Awesome. I'm sort of in line with Reed there too. My big one is TNA, which is not the standard TNA that people might be thinking right now is training and accountability. You know, make sure you're tr constantly training your staff, you know, find great people, like Reed said, train them, and then have them uh, be held accountable to the, to the training that they're getting provided with. So finding quality people is the magic recipe and, and it's just a never ending search. Thanks for stopping by this episode of From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. We really appreciate both Reed and Brody taking time out of their busy schedules uh, to share their exciting announcement and histories with us. Stay tuned next Monday for the next episode of From the Trenches. And if you have any interview requests or feedback on this episode, please send an email to info at businessexaminer.ca. Have a great week.